gets the snap, hands it to Dobbins, running right side to the Michigan 25. Dobbins to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, Number and Dobbins five. leaps for the end zone. Yes. Got it. Touchdown, J.K. Dobbins. On a 33-yard run, he continues to make Michigan his personal play thing, and it is 55-27 Ohio State. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. My name is Nick. This is the Buckeye Sports Blitz. Ohio State defeats Northwestern 22-10 to capture the 2020 Big Ten Championship. And congratulations to Ryan Day, the players, and the parents for all the hard work, the sacrifice, and everything they've gone through. And this run still isn't over yet. And when you look at the game, obviously the offense was not firing on all cylinders. It was a bit sluggish. It was a bit sloppy. They just Some of the plays looked very slow developing. But I think it's always a good sign when you're not your best. And again, Ohio State still put up over 500 yards of offense. And the unbelievable performance by Trey Sermon, breaking Eddie George's single-game rushing record of 314 yards. Congratulations to him for doing that. He had 331 yards on the ground on 39 carries. Excuse me, on 29 carries. And the defense, I thought, looked sharp. This is how they're supposed to look against the Northwestern and against the Michigan State. And when you look back at the, at the beginning of the season against Rutgers and Nebraska, they didn't look like this and this is how they're supposed to look against a defense like this so it looks like game by game it looks like they're slightly making improvement looks like the coaches have figured out their issues on defense and still there's things you want to clean up but it looks like Ohio State's defense is finally getting buttoned up and looking like how they're supposed to look and who knows if they would have played a full season would the defense be more sound because of those game reps I don't know but I think it's something you got to consider Obviously, yeah, Justin Fields did not play well. I think his completion percentage was 44%, which is just really bad. But still, when we needed plays, we made them, and, and the defense, I thought, was flying around. Super excited for Justin Hilliard to see what he's, he was able to do. He's dealt with injuries his whole career, sixth-year senior. He was all over the place, flying around, and really, I thought he was, uh, I thought he was the best player on defense, and, and he played like he was playing his last game. And it took a little bit for Ohio State's other players on the defense to kind of start playing like that. But eventually they look good. And I think when you look at it, it's not Ohio State's fault that they played six games. People want to act like that's some sort of advantage to Ohio State. It's not. It actually really hurts them, in my opinion. They don't have those game reps, and they didn't have those games to work the kinks out. It's right in the conference play, and then work on your stuff on the fly. And I think they've handled it just fine, and I think when you look at at it, and you you look at the numbers, they average 530 yards of offense a game, and really their defense, they don't give up that many yards. It's only 358 yards they give up. You know, they're one of the top rushing defenses in the country. They're one of the top rushing offenses in the country. So I think when you look at it, at the numbers, yeah, they're one of the top four teams in the country. And then when you watch the team with the eye test, okay, wow, they have some pretty serious numbers but they just don't look like they're fully firing on all cylinders. And I think that's because they haven't had a full season. The last time they played consecutive weeks or consecutive games are the first three games of the season. Since then, it's been a bye week every other week. And I think that has some effect on the team. I'm still nervous because we've seen the college football playoff committee. will keep it one way most of the year. And you think, okay, this is how it's going to be. And then they switch it up at the last second. So I do think that they're in. Uh, but I'm not 100% confident. 
what are you going to do with Notre Dame? I, I don't know. I had said before that they deserve to get in regardless of the outcome. Well, now that they got beat like that, but then who are you going to put in in Notre Dame's position? Florida? I, I mean, I don't think so. Texas A&M, they got killed by Bama. So I think almost by default, you kind of have to, to leave Notre Dame there. I am nervous, but I do believe the Ohio State will get in. I don't think, I mean, how could you keep them out? Like I said, look at the numbers. They're one of the most potent offenses, rushing or passing. It seems like when one's not there, they can go to the other. And, 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 and they seem to be more of a complete team than Texas A&M or Florida and maybe even Notre Dame. I just don't see how you could keep Ohio State, and I understand the whole six-game argument I think is a joke. There's no way in hell that is some benefit to Ohio State. Okay, they might have some rest, might be a tad fresher, but Ohio State, like I keep mentioning, would rather have those reps in those games. Yeah, I just, I just don't see how you could keep them out. All right, that's it for today. It's about an hour and a half until we find out if Ohio State will continue on to play for a national championship. I am nervous. I'm sure all of you are too. We will be back to talk about it on Monday. Be safe, Buckeye Nation. Go Bucks. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. Fuck the Wolverines. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. Fuck the Wolverines.